Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Dealing with email is like playing whack-a-mole. Just when you think you're caught up, another round of messages pop up, making it a never-ending job. While many of us have a love-hate relationship with email, the stress it causes could be user-driven, says Nick Sonnenberg author of Come Up For Air, How Teams Can Leverage Systems and Tools to Stop Drowning in Work. I think people struggle with email because they've been using it for a long time and they've developed bad habits, he says. They don't know when or how to best use it. And no matter what company you're at, email is one tool that you're always using. Compounding the problem is that the barrier to email is so low. It's easy to send and it's free, which is causing more and more emails to arrive, says Sonnenberg. Email is an external to-do list that others can add to. Since many of us spend a significant amount of the work week on email, it can cause a loss of productivity. However, if you get rid of these four bad habits, Sonnenberg says you can reclaim up to two hours a week. To use email the right way, you need to know its purpose. People use email to communicate internally with their team, such as delegating tasks and projects, says Sonnenberg. That's not what it's built for. Instead, email should be reserved for external communication to clients, vendors, and partners. Internal communication should be done with internal communication tools, such as Slack or Asana. Just moving these conversations somewhere else reduces the volume of email significantly, says Sonnenberg. The functionality that those other tools offer optimizes what needs to get done for that task or conversation you're trying to have. Another mistake is having too many folders. Sonnenberg says folders can turn email into a game of hot potato, where you think you're optimizing your time by transferring messages as fast as possible, but you're really not getting ahead. Organizing with folders requires you to pause and put the email into the right bucket. People think it's helpful, but it takes a few seconds to read and drag it into another folder, he says. If you waste three seconds on an email and you're getting 100 emails a day, that's 300 seconds or five minutes a day you're wasting. By the end of the week, it's 25 minutes, and by the end of the month, it's almost two hours. When you need to find an email, you'll then need to scroll through a folder, which takes more time. Instead, Sonnenberg suggests optimizing your email for the retrieval of information by archiving them. To find an email, you can simply search by name, date range, or subject. 
Reserve folders for things that aren't easily searchable, such as product or restaurant recommendations. Sonnenberg also doesn't recommend deleting emails. Instead of having to decide if an email is deletable or better archived, archive them all. If your email storage becomes full, Sonnenberg suggests searching for the biggest files in your archive and deleting a few of them to free up space. And a lot of people misunderstand the concept of inbox zero, making the mistake that zero is about how many emails are unread, says Sonnenberg. Zero means read or unread, he says. It's how many emails are in your inbox. Just having hundreds or even thousands of emails in your inbox is distracting. Plus, Sonnenberg says it's hard to know what you've dealt with and what you haven't. Instead, he suggests dealing with email by adopting a RAD system, which stands for Reply, Archive, or Defer any email that you get. There are only three things you can do with an email, says Sonnenberg. You can either reply right away if it's actionable, getting back to the person. You can archive it, meaning there's nothing left for you to do, you don't care, you don't need it, and there's no actions to take. When you archive it, it's searchable, but it's out of your inbox or your to-do list. And third is to defer, which is a step that Sonnenberg says most people aren't utilizing. This is when you snooze an email to handle it later. For example, Gmail users can hover over an email to see a clock icon. It's one of the most powerful features that most people aren't taking advantage of, says Sonnenberg. If you have an email you can't deal with today, but you've blocked time next Friday to deal with the situation, snooze the email until you're ready. It will leave your inbox and magically come back next Friday. For example, it may be driving directions to a workshop you're attending next month, or information you need to give to someone that you'll receive after a meeting you're having in three days. The email will go back to the top of your inbox when you instruct it, so you can reply or archive it. If your inbox is overwhelming, Sonnenberg suggests getting started by archiving your entire inbox of emails that are older than 30 days. Rip the band-aid off and do a one-time reset, he says. You're not deleting the emails, they're in your archive so you can still find one, but getting your inbox down to 1,000 or whatever it is lets you go through those and then use these tools with any new email that comes in. One simple technique to reducing email is to recognize its boomerang effect. Essentially, every time you send an email, there's a high probability that it will come back to your inbox in one way or another. The more emails you send, the more you're going to get, says Sonnenberg. When you think this way, you can start to think a bit more critically about what really needs to get sent or if it should be sent in another tool. All of these small actions add up. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.